Blog Talk Radio. You look bad, you feel bad, and your bedroom gymnastics just are plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYC Studios. And listen. Let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have, while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. Mic 
Welcome, welcome. Welcome. It is the Empress. This is the Empress, yours truly, here on a Thursday night, 8 Central Standard Time on the Empire. Tonight we're going to talk about relationships because I think, and it's just my opinion because we all have them, um, that we sometimes are in the middle of relationships and have no freaking idea. You know, I have, I, I have had a lot of conversations. I've had a lot of talks. I've done a lot of counsel. Um, I've been through things that other people have been through, so I'm not unique in any special way other than I am the empress. You know, I created her uh, when I started over myself, you know, the beginning of myself, the beginning of this show, the beginning of a lot of things that some people would say, oh, that was the end. That was no beginning. That was the end. No, it was the beginning for me, and it was a chance and an opportunity for me to have what I decided my life would be. And I think that that is the truth of everyone. I think that's the capability of anyone. I don't think you have to have a special type of I don't think you have to have that special gift. Uh, I've been told, I've actually been told this week that I talk too much, that I got a little bit too much to say. That's the reason why I'm by myself. That's the reason why I don't have a man. I've been told some things this week that, you know, I'm not shocked at, I'm not surprised at. But what is surprising is people can take a grade on who you are and what you are by what you post simply or by what they have summated uh, you to be. I posted not too long ago um, something that uh, a cousin of mine uh, said or has said to me, or and we've kind of said it to each other, you know, people can't make you be something that you're not. You are who you are, and it's up to them to figure that out. You should never change yourself for anyone, and that's the truth truth of any relationships, but the truth of relationships of any sort, whether it's romantic, whether it's friendship, whether it's colleague, whether it's just someone that uh, you meet for one time or not, they have that opportunity to eat up that relationship, and it is a relationship. Some people don't actually know what that means, and it's a connectiveness between two people or two things or two ideas or two concepts. Um, uh, that just connects them. Now, it doesn't have to connect forever, and some people have these stipulations about whether or not they're in a relationship. I actually had a friend of mine tell me I needed, told me that I needed to stop saying I was a single parent when introducing myself because me as a whole, am, I am more than just a parent and I'm more than just a single person. But the identifiers with where I am, depending upon the situation, depends on how I introduce you to myself. So like on the show, I very rarely use my real name. Everybody who knows me knows my real name is not the Empress. But for people who don't know me, I have actually been called out in public, hey, the Empress, and I'm like, what's up, you know? And it's kind of weird because they don't know me in any other capacity. They know me from listening to the radio show, from seeing me at events, blase, blase. But doesn't discount that connectiveness that they have with me, the identity that they have with me. And um, that's very different. Um, a relationship and an association are different, and people love labels. People are hung up on whether or not they're this or that. And I was having a, a conversation. Well, actually, what started this all was I realized the gravity of relationships I've had um, over some of my gains and some of my losses recently 
Of course, a lot of you know that I lost my mom last month, and in that loss, I had to come to grips with that relationship still being evident. I am still her daughter. She is still my mother. I don't have the ability to associate with her in some physicalities anymore, but in my remembrances of her, in some of my experiences of her, those will always be. And that is the truth of any type of relationship, whether someone is still active in your life, literally, or if it is whether or not they're in your life ever again, and they're taken away from you as in this situation. But I posted something that I thought was a really healthy way for me to summate just how I was feeling in the moment. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, they take everything so personally. They take everything so critically. They take a stance of defensiveness. And it happened twice with me this week. And both times I was just kind of posting. I post a lot of things. Sometimes I post things that are just uh, excerpts of songs. Sometimes I post things that are just actually how I feel. Sometimes I post things so I won't cuss out somebody who is literally in my space at that moment, but it's a healthy way to get things out. I do journal. My mother journaled for the better part of her elder life. Her sisters, we are a family of writers and journalers and people who just have a lot, maybe a lot to say. You know, I won't even fault the guy who said that I talk a lot because it's the truth. I do. I talk a lot. But I think you would have to to look at everything in order to summate rule and what I am. But what I first posted was on July the 26th, and it was about 6 o'clock p.m., and I don't know why I posted it. I must have been feeling that kind of way. No, I can take that back. I can tell you exactly why. July the 26th had to have been after I had gone to um, this marriage and family session with the church that I attend here in town. And in attending that, it explained some things that I already knew, but it almost lifted me into a different space about being unmarried. Still, after having been married for 10 years, um, and I totally didn't expect to be married those 10 years. I mean, it was just something that I didn't know would be, it was, and it is no longer. But from that marriage, I have two beautiful children that are always going to be an association to the relationship that I have, but they were not the relationship that I had. And when I was thinking about it, I just wrote this, and what I wrote was this. I was married for 10 years, and I wouldn't suggest against marriage. I just know that marriage is more than just a wedding, moving in together, and paying bills. It's a choice, a decision to share in another person's life, another person's destiny, and another person's purpose. If Either person has a question about the other person's purpose, life, and destiny, then just wait. Don't get married is what I was saying. And in that, people who knew me personally understood that, understood what I was saying, didn't know probably that I had gone to a conference, took that and ran with it, got the message and kumbaya. Other people who don't know me, saw that as an insult to my ex, said that I was being bitter, said that I was being, uh, I, I was writing as if I was scorned, that I needed therapy, that I was being mean, and that it was wrong to have written that, okay? I took the good with the bad on that one. I kind of explained here and there inside of that thread. So if you want to read the thread, you can see it. But it, it was not anything about anybody else in anybody else's world 
but my personal thought at that time that I felt like I wanted to share. So a lot of people understood it. A lot of people didn't. The second thing that happened was I was thinking about this show, about relationships, and I wanted to kind of morph without plagiarizing or copywriting what I had learned from my experience at this uh, counseling session over the weekend. I just wanted to see what people would summate or, 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 or summarize by just a photo, just a plain photo, see what that photo would mean for them, see if it brought up any particular suggestive terms, and I just posted it up there. Now, I posted a second one after the first one went bizarre. It went bizarre because it was a picture of J-Lo, and as we all know, J-Lo is a recording artist, uh, a, a mogul uh, of her own, but she's known, I would think, and I'm not taken away from her capabilities. I don't think she can sing. I'm just going to say that. But she got records. I ain't got no records. So I'm not saying I'm better than her. I'm just saying I think she's more known for things that are risque. I think she makes a purpose, and I think it is a part of her public persona. I think it's a part of her celebrity to do things that are just right on the cusp of being out of order. Okay, that's just my personal opinion. But I didn't even say any of those things. What I did say is just post a picture. Uh, I posted the picture, tell me what you thought about this picture, blase, blase, blase. It started off kind of slow. Then it turned into the guys, of course, appreciating this beautiful uh, body of a woman. I don't know how old J-Lo is. I know she's a few years older than me, so she may be 46, 47. I'm not really sure. She did recently celebrate a birthday. She did recently release an album, but she did recently go to a public event with a dress that only covered basically her areolas and her vajayjay. Basically, there was a strip of darkened material on a sheer dress that showed every other part of her body. She wore it well, but I thought that it spoke to something that maybe wasn't the greatest thing to do. Now, mind you this, I knew that there would be some backsplash about it. I knew that some people would have some things to say about it, but it turned into a personal war of words between myself and another one of my Facebook quote-unquote, friends, and mind you, I've never had an experience. I've never had a face-to-face. I've never had a personal conversation. Uh, I'm not even sure how I became his Facebook friend. Other than he added me, I wouldn't have known him to add him. Point taken that I enjoyed the back and forth, but this became so personal, and it became an insult because I am not actively in a relationship he obviously is in an active relationship, and so for me to be critical of of, of, of what she had on, he called it and turned it hate. Uh, then he got co-signed by another person who is a Facebook friend of mine, and it just went on and on and on for a long time. We lost the thread, and the relationship to what that object was just went awry. It was totally not even rational. It made a little sense to me how this could become a comparison between a 41-year-old woman of two in Birmingham, Alabama, and a nationally known songwriter uh, celebrity uh, on the red carpet. I, I didn't post a picture of myself up to compare. I didn't even respond in jest because I felt like it was fueling the exact reason as to why sometimes people 
who don't know what the truth of, of where you are and what things are can just take a little bit of not even really opinion or, or side because it wasn't even about that. I just wanted to know what people thought. Sure, I would have totally gotten, oh, my God, she's sexy. Oh, my God, she's hot. She got the body of a goddess, blah, blah, blah. But it turned into you don't like it because you're not that or you don't like it because you don't even have a man. And if I'm not mistaken, neither does she. I mean, she's got the body of a goddess, and she don't have one either. Uh, uh, the most beautiful woman of the century, it, it, it seemed to have been Haley Berry. She can't keep a man, even if she have to pay them to have her babies. I mean, it, it, those two things don't equate. So what I wanted to do is understand the difference between associative relationships and true relationships, how you even know if you're in one. Like when we say the word friend, when we say the word uh, lover, when we say the word boo, when we say the word bae, what what those things bring to mind are these ideals that I think are kind of shot around the world, uh, get co-signed enough times to where people begin to okay it. Um, some of those things are just in just our general language, like fleek. I love saying fleek. I love saying thought. I love saying some of these words that these young people say because it's just like I just like the way thought comes off my tongue. I like to say thought, 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 like I like to say it, but it is such a horrible word to say because it's associating a, a random undisciplined action uh, for one person to another. I even tried it out in another thread today. They have had nothing to do with that with a guy who is a self-proclaimed side. He said he couldn't be on the show tonight because he said that he was going to be having some relations tonight, and he couldn't interrupt that just to conversate with me, which was like, really? And this is the person who self-proclaimed at not being caught up on titles, not moving anything in their world to make space for another person. but uh, And that was another thread. I did another thread in the hopes of just trying to get dialogue started, and it went on and on last night. I even got a couple of phone calls on it about desperosity, and I think I made that word up. I don't know if that's a real word, but desperateness, being desperate. I didn't want to say thirsty because thirsty already has a bunch of things connected to it, but people, I think, in all walks of life, all sexualities, all religions, everywhere from one end of the spectrum to the other want to be in relationships. But to what lengths are you willing to do it? And some people are already in relationships and have no earthly idea that they are. I mean, they function totally like they're in a relationship, but they it, it seems to possibly burn the tip of their tongue to even say, you know, I, I have a, a girlfriend, I'm in a committed relationship. Because some of the words that come up with relationship people don't want to associate with, but they totally want the benefits of what comes with relationships. So before we even get started, I want to go ahead and open up the lines because we have several calls on the line already. And I just want to know if you, if people understand what relationship means, what it is for you, how you define it, and if you think that that is what um, people expect of you. Uh, 78 
61. And first, let me say this. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. The last four digits of the number that you're calling in on identifies you for me. If you want to identify yourself to our listening audience, which is nationwide, um, you can do that. But if you want to stay incognito, that is fine with me, but just let me know that you hear me and I can hear you and we can have a good conversation about relationships tonight. So let's start again. 7861, are you there and can you hear me? That call decided to drop. And listen, I don't out anybody. Let me go ahead and give that disclaimer because a lot of people think that because they may know me or I may know them, sometimes I don't even know your phone number for real. Like I can't, I don't know if it's you. You have to tell me that that's you for me to know that that's you. So please call back in and, and, and don't be afraid. She's not going to put you out on front street like that. Sharon doesn't do that and the Empress doesn't either. 8952, are you there? Can you hear me? 8952, you should already know that's me. I do know that's me. I still have to say your number because you might not want nobody else to know that's you. That's me. <laughs> and listen, this is my girl Lily from from Texas. And let me tell you something. Y'all clowning out there in Texas. I know it's hot, but it ain't that damn hot for y'all to be clowning the way y'all been clowning. But tonight we're talking about relationships and upfront, let's just say it. You didn't want, you didn't think that you had maybe something to contribute. What made you call in tonight? Actually, I called in, and also I have my brother on the line, which is Eshock, to listen as well, to kind of give him an idea of what I do in my time to give input on various topics when I feel like mm-hmm. that I have valuable input to put out there. Um, mm-hmm. I went ahead to actually kind of sit and repose this time, but you know mm-hmm. if I feel like that there's something that needs to be said, I will speak up. You know me. Okay. Okay. And is he able to talk on the line as well? Is he there yes, he with is. you? Can he? Okay, chime in. I, can't, I won't make sure I can hear you, just in case you decide to tell me that's the damn lie. You tell me the lie, girl. Okay, I want to make sure I can hear you. <laughs> Isha, go ahead and say something. Yeah, can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. And say your name again, because that's unique. I've never heard. Isha? It's Isha. Isha. Mm-hmm. I know it means something, and you can tell me about that later. But do you yeah. first? Did you want to say anything to start with about relationships, or you know? Because I, I will say this: I think that everybody's in one, whether you recognize it or not. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's romantic, that it's going towards wedding bells or anything. I think everybody's in one. What do you think? Oh uh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Everybody is in a relationship, but it all depends on, like you said, what kind of relationship it is. It could be business, it could be personal, it could be whatever relationship with your kids, with your uh, significant other. Maybe you have a relationship with your uh, your car. <laughs> Some people like to, you know, wash the car, polish the car. You know, I see people all the time doing that motorcycle. You name it. Well, I've heard of such, and I've actually saw of such. I was watching the show, and I wasn't going to even bring this up. You just made my mind go back to it. Watch this show about this man who was in love with his car. He actually was in love with his car. He had a relationship with his car. He had relations with his car. He would have sex with his car, and I don't even know how that can happen. But, you know, of course, to me, that is some type 
type of psychosis. It has to be. Like, that ain't normal. That ain't normal. But the thing about it is, what is also not normal to me is how people can be in relationships and functioning with other human beings and not even know that they're in there. 9124, are you there and can you hear me? Uh, yes, I'm here. Are you in love with your car? You're very tickled. Are you in love with your motorcycle? You making love to your your arm riff or something? What's going on? No, and I'm not in a relationship with anybody right now, but I got somebody in mind. Okay. And so by the way, this about... is uh, this is Greg. Okay, this is Greg from the GA. So tell us what you think about this whole relationship deal. Do you have you ever been in a relationship and not real and, and like kind of woke up and realized, oh, oh, I'm in a relationship? Uh, not really. Um, I think I, I agree that there is some truth to that. Uh, we carry on in a lot of ways, like going out, going out to dinner, going out to the movies, hanging out. There's so many different terms that people use now. And I think uh, a lot of women have benefit of that word friend. You know, a lot of women will say they're your friend, but in the interim, like in that thread you were talking about, they really want to be treated like a girlfriend or a wife, but they still want to keep it as friend. And long as, I think as long as you're honest about your intentions up front, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I think women would appreciate a man being honest with them up front. If you just want to have sex or you just want to hang out, just say that because a lot of women, they may just want the same thing. So communication right. is the key to understanding what kind of relationship, if any, that you're in with somebody. But um, as far as marriage, I would tell people to just take as long as you can. You'll never know everything about anybody in a lifetime. Right. So, But take as much time as you, as you need, you know, before you take mm-hmm. that step. And that level of commitment should be there before you even start planning your ceremony. That level of commitment uh-huh. should be understood. You shouldn't think that once I get married, oh, I'm going to have to come home at a certain time. You should want to go home. You shouldn't uh-huh. think that once I get married, i got to stop doing this. You should already be there. And I think a lot of people uh-huh. get twisted when it comes to that. But as far as relationships, that's Commitment is one of those words that I think you hear a lot of women say versus males. I want to go ahead and open up this last line before we um, before they drop and say she see my number and and she is not opening up my line. So uh, we'll open them all up in just a few minutes. Seven four seven six. Can you hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you willing to let us know whether or not you? just woken up inside of a relationship or do you think it's something that you have to actively work on? I think that it's something that you have to work on because uh, both parties need to be on the same level uh, as far as understanding what it is that you're doing. Um, I'm in a situation where I was once in a relationship with a, a person and I told them that I no longer wanted to be in the relationship because I'm having this moment um, uh, with uh, having uh, trying to gather my, my myself, my life, my purpose, my calling that God has called me to do. So being involved with Him was just, you know, it it it, it was blocking a communication with myself and God. 
So that person mm-hmm. told me that they understood that, but you still mm-hmm. come around and act as if we're in a relationship, even though we're not intimate. You mm-hmm. I, you text me every night, good night. I don't reply. You the next night you still say good night. The next morning, good good morning. Um, I hope you have a profitable uh, day. What part do you not get it? So I don't reply back hoping that this person would just, you know, get the picture, okay, well, it's it's not what it used to be. Can't be that for right now. So I just, I just step away completely and just let her have her space. And maybe as time come about, then if she wants to be with me or if she wants to get married or continue in a relationship, then she will come back. But, no, you keep putting yourself mm-hmm. in a position that – you're not, you're not where you're not wanted. So why do we do mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. First, I, I I promise I saw and I read and I didn't think that that particular synopsis of relationship would even be entered in this conversation tonight because most people don't even admit to it. But what I think. Uh, ma'am, you and I think I know who this is, but I think you just admitted to sabotaging a relationship. What you just said is that you weren't ready for what this other pursuant was ready for, and instead of saying, I don't want you, you have left it open by saying nothing. So the functionality on that other person's end is still there. Like, they're still going back and forth and doing things that obviously you define as being relationship and that is not the right and I don't I not listen, I ain't got no doctorate yet. Okay? I ain't got no doctorate yet. So I'm working on it. But there's no way for you to end anything by saying nothing. And I think that's one of the things that we women and somebody already said it earlier in the in the in the conversation Communication is key, but communication is is not just talk. It's not idle talk. It's very purposeful talk, and it's talk that's related to whatever we're doing, whatever the purpose is. If you are at work and you just go there and talk about everything except for the job they hired you to do, you're not even about your business. You actually could lose your job over not doing that. So that's the same thing to say when it comes to relationships. If someone's pursuing you, and they let it be known, I want to be with you, and you never address that, that does not mean that y'all not in something. And and, and a lot of the times, men, uh, I can't speak for what women uh, say because I can only speak for what I say, but I know what I've received on the men's end is they, like, you never did say that. Uh, oh, uh, closed mouth, don't get fed. Uh, you never asked me. You never said you thought we were going to be in a relationship. You But I thought you buying me a $1,000 pair of shoes equaled up you knowing we go together. Like, no. He might buy a lot of women shoes to get in bed with them. He made, you know what I'm saying, like, relationships have to have a back and forth, not just the connectivity of of, of uh, our relationship uh, is, is, is more than just having an association. And I think sometimes we associate, just like my guy, Antonio, was going to, I asked him to be on the show tonight. He said that he was not going to be able to be on the show tonight because he was going to make some relations. 
which to him, and what he plainly will tell you, he will plainly tell you, he say, I'm finna go and beat this woman down sexually, and I'm going to treat her like a woman because I, won't, I will probably want to do this again. So he's not going to mask or color anything where you don't know exactly what it's about. So anybody that deals with him on that realm is very aware. But what he doesn't understand is that that is still a relationship. It is still a relationship. They may You may not call her your girlfriend. But there's some very poignant things that point towards relationship versus just plain association. Now, I want to I wanna go over a short little list of things that um, are the things that let you know that you're not ready for a relationship. And I'm just wondering um, if anybody on the line, and everybody's line is open right now, does anybody know that they're not ready for a relationship? Me? Who is me? Uh, Miss Sharon, don't 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 play. <laughs> I didn't, the me was too short. Look, the me was too short. I didn't know. Okay, me, and, and we've had our okay. We've okay. What, what? And I don't like to say why because why put people on a defense. But explain to me how you know that you're not ready for a relationship. I'm too selfish. I'm too self separate, self centered. I'm an asshole. Hmm. Huh. Just, just tell it like it is. You don't want to be in one. I don't. I don't. Okay. I simply don't want to be in one. And my okay. brother can vouch for that. Okay. And I understand she and I will. She doesn't want to be in one. Okay. Um, do you know that 90% of people who want to be in relationships aren't ready for them? And some people are already in them and just don't realize it. So your desire to not want to be on one in one is different from your sabotaging functioning as if you're in one. If does that make sense? Was that kind of clear? Yeah, it does. It does completely make sense because when you're in one, you will automatically throw rails to, to break apart. Okay. Um, any other guys? For sure, no, because since you didn't say yes like me did, does anybody know for sure that <laughs> does anybody know for sure that they are ready for a relationship? Well, I'm in a relationship, but I'm ready to get out of it. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Now, did you say hey, you're in a relationship? Well, I don't think you're yeah, being I'm honest in one. if he... I, Okay, I can't. Okay, and I'm not. I'm not. I promise you, Lily. Please tell your brother that I'm not messing with him. This is just talk radio, and I'm not trying know, to mess with him. He knows. Okay, okay. My brother knows. He knows who the type of people okay. that I associate with. But how exactly can you be in a relationship, but you not want to be in one, but you in one? So you're doing some things against your own goodwill. Is that is that what you're saying? No, you just come. You, you come to a point in your life where you, um, I feel you outgrow the other person, or the other person's not on the same level as you. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, 
and if the person can't relate to them, then your new thing, like if you're going into a new, like going to school or get a new job or, you know, you're trying to do something with your life and the person doesn't want to do that or they're content with staying how things are and they get mad when you're trying to change things around because they're not used to change or they don't want to change, then it kind of, it's kind of put a weight on you and it's still like well, the caring of, you know, that person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and then, you your relationship. I, I, I just want to. Say, I would just want to make sure you're saying that she's not wanting to change because you're ready to change some things in yourself, and that's the reason why you don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Uh, no, it's, it's more to it than that. But I don't want to go into it on the radio. Okay, but okay. The majority of it. The majority of it is just. I'm just. I'm ready to, to be single again. Pretty much. Okay. A- anybody else? Anybody else? I I, I don't. You don't want to share. Okay. Let's hear the other guy, Let, and then Lily, you come in right okay. after that. Okay. I, I cool. can't. I can't really answer that question without. At this point, I have to meet somebody and get to know that person. I can't just say whether I want to be in a relationship or not. I mean, I have to meet somebody and get to know that person and and begin to feel like that. I mean, being capable of being in a relationship, yes, I am capable. But whether I want to or not solely depends on who I'm dealing with. Okay, Lily. All right. I was going to kind of summarize what Ishak was trying to explain. Basically, and I can relate to where he's coming from on this, in the beginning, when two people come together, you, you're initially on the same page, and then you eventually grow apart, where one wants to stay stagnant while the other one wants to move forward, and that's where he is right now. So he's come to an impasse in his relationship. Okay. Uh, and just, Mara, just so that I can everybody will have spoken, did you have anything to add before I throw this wrench in him? Um, yeah, oh, I, basically. Am I? Are, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really go into complete, uh, full details about mine when you said that I left it open. Um, mm-hmm. To me, I don't. I don't think that I left it open because uh, this guy and myself, we're both. Um, we're both under the same doctrine. We're under the same uh, leadership. So we know the do's and the don'ts when we're walking in the will of God, you know, what we're doing. So it's not a, that's the walk that I want to walk, but if he choose not to walk in the will of God, then that, that's, that's I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be a part of that. So it's, it's just a matter of, uh, of your walk with Christ. It's the reason that I choose to do that, uh, what I did. Okay, now that everybody has been clear about their position on knowing that you're ready or not knowing that you're ready, the truth, and and, and this ain't my truth, this is the truth in research, this is the truth in evidence, this is the truth of history, nobody's really 100%. Uh, ready for anything in life because it's, nothing is really guaranteed. But you can do things with the best amount of information that you do have 
But the, the 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 one thing that I'm not even sure who said it. I think it was Lily was explaining with her, what her brother was trying to say is that at the beginning of the relationship, everybody's on the same page. That actually is not even the real truth. What happens in the? Let me let me just put y'all on because I can hear myself talking in the background, and I open the lines back up. In the beginning of any relationship where people have established that they want to relate in some type of way, what happens is that you show up with the best part of yourself, and you show up as good as you can as often as you can. So you show yourself in the best light. It's not that you totally agree with that little dress she had on when you took her out. You might not even like that dress, but it was not even about the dress. Or uh, he may not have had the best style in cars or shoes or whatever else uh, we disagree with now. That person was probably absolutely the same person they are now. They just showed up in a form that was more receptive to being light and more open to being uh, added into the relationship than probably is after a little bit of time. The truth is people show up not as necessarily the representative or in a fake form, when you want to relate to something, you show up in your best in your best and as your best, okay? You, you, you establish that you want or have some interest in that other person, so you make a, you make a purpose, you make a plan to do and say things. It is absolutely true. When any man asks a woman out or if any female accepts a date from a guy or however it happens, that you get ready with a little extra. You do a little bit extra than you were doing before, and it has nothing to do with necessarily your what, 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 where you met. If you're following the same doctrine, you're just making yourself a little bit more presentable for that other person because you understand or you obviously have an interest in that person as well. But what gets complicated is that that's no different from when you're just trying to make a friend. Like, say, for instance, you're just making a friend. And I've heard it till I'm almost nauseated. I heard it all weekend at that little retreat because a lot of people there were just begging to be married and they just thought it was going to be a whole lot of single men at church and that don't ever happen. I don't know why they thought that. But they went there thinking they was going to find out the magic formula on getting married and it was going to see this person. It was going to be like, ooh-ah, ooh-ah, ooh-ah. When everybody is showing up just in their best with, with an expectation, and if you're, if, even if it's friends, when you meet somebody you want to be friends with, you meet on common ground. So it seems like everything is just perfect. She want what I want. We got the same idea. We on the same level. I don't know what this level stuff is because it's making me tired, too, because everybody's saying it. Um, I'm trying to get to the next level, and she ain't trying to get to the next level with me. What, is, what you're actually saying is I've shown her these things that are not going to compromise in me, and she with that. He's done some things and said some things that's on a certain level, and I'm with that. Like, it's cool. He, we, we ain't got to do nothing but those things right there, and we like each other. But as a relationship evolves and changes, so do people. So why exactly, and this is a question I'm going to pose to everybody, why exactly would you expect, a changing relationship because everything that's not dead changes. Everything that is living 
regenerates itself. Your skin regenerates more often than anything else in your body. We don't see it. You, I mean, if you know, after I think they said 16 years of one mattress, there's enough skin to build enough per, another person inside that mattress. But we never see that. We we never see that. We never see where we lost that. We just know we're getting up with skin on our body, so we got some new stuff there. The same thing happens in relationships. So why exactly would you expect after even six months for the same female that showed up at the restaurant to be the same exact female six months later? Let's pose that to Isha, and then we'll go to Greg. Wow. Like wow, you wow. People change. What's that? They do. They do. People yeah, change. people change. And when you, uh, you know, you first meet somebody, like you say, going out on a date or whatever, you're not going to get that. You're not going to see that real person. That person is putting on a get pretty much giving you a show. That's you're not going to really see the real person to six, yeah, well, whatever you want to call it. You're not going to see that real person or representative until, I'll say, maybe six months down the line, maybe even a year. You make a man. You, know, you can you can you can only hide <laughs> so long. And mm-hmm. you piss you like you say you piss somebody off or something you know okay I, I'm only tolerating this because I'm trying to get to know you a little better or I want to be with you but I don't like this certain thing about you or I don't like this certain thing you said or things that you do and then it gets to a boiling point where you're like okay the hell with it I don't know you know mm-hmm. you okay. I don't like this or we're not gonna do this anymore or I'm not gonna do this or the hell with this, we're not going to do this. And it's like, okay, well, you tolerated it before or you did this before. Why now? Uh-huh. Um, well, I just feel it's not right or we, we shouldn't be doing this or we shouldn't be doing that or, you know, it's just like, okay. Uh-huh. okay. Well, why didn't you say that before? Well, because I didn't feel it was a big deal. I didn't feel like it, it should be, you know, it should be said or, you know, I'm trying to get to know you better. If I come out strong in the beginning, I'll end up pushing you away. So to avoid all that, I tolerate certain things just so I could, you know, kind of, mm. you could be comfortable around me. Oh, so you t- But in so the you're end, this really pisses me off. Or this, what? So you're admitting that you you're admitting that you tolerated something that you didn't like. So in essence, you were lying to her as well as she having hidden something from you. So everybody's coming in this uh uh in this dress up. Everybody's coming incognito. Everybody's coming to the table not being totally honest. So in essence did you not hear that you changed too? Did you not hear that you changed too? Because you were tolerant. Why aren't you still tolerant at six months? Do do you not see where you too changed and you too are a different person after six months than even she, you know, even she is. So how can you hold the relationship to, okay, we're going to just throw this away because, you know, she she ain't, she ain't wasn't showing up right. But <coughs> neither were you. Okay, I guess that's a no. Let's see what Greg got to say. Greg, what you say? What is you holding these um. women to um, show up as, or what, what, what do you have to add? I think in the beginning, everybody um, wants to make a, a good first impression. We all we all work hard at that, and that impression is a lasting impression because 
that's the initial draw. That's the initial attraction. Uh, I can speak from my own personal experience that um, I ignored red flags. And to be 100% honest, because a mature man is going to be 100% honest with you, I, I ignored red flags because I wanted to get closer to that person physically. I was attracted to that person. Uh, they were pretty. They were cute. They had this. They had that. So you, that's where the tolerance comes in from a man's standpoint. He might say, well, I see this, but I, I ignore this red flag, and I ignore this red flag. But ignoring red flags in the beginning is is what usually comes back to haunt uh, any relationship, in the, you know, once it gets going, because those things that you ignored that you knew bothered you are going to be ten times worse when you um once you get together and you start spending more time together. So it's a fine line between being a hundred percent honest and upfront because most guys don't want to be a hundred percent upfront because you don't want to do anything that may run her away or push her away. And I think that works on both sides. But so you you're tolerant of a lot of things you're tolerant of a lot of things in the beginning. But then once it gets to a point where you can't take it and you feel like, you know, for myself, you got to have standards. If I take somebody out and they have a glass of wine the first time we go out and a glass of wine the next time we go out, and then after a few months I'm, I'm dragging this person to a car because I found out that they really like drinking 1800 and smoking hookah, that's something that at, some, at a certain point, just like y'all got standards, we got standards. And once I found out that you like to fall out and get drunk and curse at people out the window when you're riding with your kids in the car, and rather you would rather go out and party than to pay your light bill, these are things that I'm finding out later. And those are the things that can all come together and say, you know what, I like kicking it with you. I think you're pretty and everything, but you are not the one that I'm going to keep. So oh, yeah. I, I say ignoring, ignoring red flags is not a good thing, but uh-huh. you have this an evaluation when you meet somebody. It's an evaluation of their character. It's an evaluation of in action speaks louder than words. Uh-huh. You can tell me anything, uh-huh. but what I see you doing is what's going to make uh-huh. the difference. Uh-huh. Any of the ladies before I give a life example, because I love it when I have a story that kind of relates. I was trying to understand what exactly uh, the guys were expecting to show up uh, six months after when there is change in everybody. And I think, you know, I think Greg was saying it shows up as a red, this particular instance, it was a red flag where there was a consistency that he kind of just didn't understand until it was at its worst. Um, And I think Eshaw was saying the same thing. He was saying that um, it was there, it was intolerant even at the beginning, but at a certain point, you know, I just can't take it no more. This this is who she is. I'm not going to be able to tolerate this, and so I'm out. So is that the same thing for you women? But again, All right, as for me person, as for me personally, 
I have learned in my living, when a person shows you who they are from these them, When you see something that's not right, pick up your stuff and run, you know, mm-hmm. because who they are that day, who they are the next day, and who they are the following day is who they are always. Mm-hmm. When okay, Myra? I think when when we all, when, when you meet a person for the first time, you're actually meeting their representative. You're not, that's that, just like you said. They are trying to impress you. Um, I guess we all can say uh, you're meeting their representatives, uh, but your representatives might be who you are in some cases, and it could be good or it could be bad. I mean, does that make sense? Yes, it Yeah, does. it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. But here's the thing I want to put out there. Why put on a facade? Why, why do that? You know, because you could eventually get tired of trying to hold that wall up in regards to who you are, who, who you are portraying yourself to be. And when you get comfortable, then, then you're going to let it all hang out. Well, see, Lily, I Some people actually think that they can change a person to get on their level. They they will go into a situation thinking that it's just like going on the on the car lot to buy a car. I mean, you you mm. see the most expensive car there, and you know you might not be able to afford it, but I, hey, if if you can get a bank or someone to finance it for you, you will at least try and get that car and try and pay for it. I mean, you're gonna do it as long as you can make the payments. But when you can't make the payments, hey. You just you let it all go when it gets so hard right. for you. So it, it, it I, I'm it's gonna tell sad you, I'm that gonna we tell have you to what? do this in life. I mean, because you mm-hmm. you really have people make it seem like oh she uh, uh, she put on airs or she try he tries to be this or he's that. When you see me, just get to know me for who I am. Just forget about what the outside. Just forget about what I look like. Don't even think about mm-hmm. what I look like. When you look at me, just talk to me. Just just look. You cannot get past the, the outer perimeter of a person. So people mm-hmm. are just looking. They're looking. Uh, I, I was saying the flesh. Your flesh is just taking control. Mm-hmm. And you really, you're so mm-hmm. fa- infatuated with how, this per- how fine this woman is, you know, uh, she's built. She's pretty. She has pretty hair. She has uh, beautiful legs. She has a, a big butt. You know, everything that the world thinks that, that looks good, you know, we get caught up into that. And then it doesn't work for us. Just because a woman uh, is hippie like myself, uh, small waist, it doesn't mean that I'm the perfect woman for you. Just because I'm light-skinned, I mean, I'm the, I'm the right king. I mean, you can find a dark-skinned, small-skinned, Flat, no booty, no breast woman. That that could be the most wonderful wife a man could ever wish for. And the same but with listen, the listen, as in a man. But but listen, we are not going to make this into get something just because you can get something because that is one of the reasons why relationships don't work. People won't don't be work. honest about what they want. Ain't no need in us telling these men to be Some looking for no iron board. 
Well, that that's the major issue is most people don't even know what they want, and they end up and wake up in a relationship with something that's the opposite. Because I'm gonna tell you. I, 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 I'm not a superficial person at all. People think that I am because I'm so cheap. It's kind of sad how I can just make stuff, put stuff together that look like it costs a lot, but it don't. It'd be like $2. Like I, but I like what I like, and I'm not flashing. Like, but I mean, call you high like Well, they do because it gives that impression and that impression exactly. is carried with an image, and that image equals a certain amount of fluff that men feel like they have to deal with. And the thing is, is that even, I mean, it's just general understanding that people are going to migrate towards things and people that are attracted to them. You are going to follow what you're attracted to. Nobody in their right mind and I say in their right mind, is going to commit and be with something that they're not attracted to and don't have some type of affinity for. That's the reason why a lot of people cheat. That's a lot of reasons why a lot of people find out that, you know, my husband got a whole other lifestyle. Really? Did you not know that he likes to paint his toenails just like he likes to paint your, you know, like, like, you have to pay attention to some of the same things. Like, I don't, I, it's certain things that are just what you're attracted to, and you have to be in tune with that. But when you can't even articulate out your mouth to another person what it is, what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, you can't, it's not even fair to ask somebody to be that when you can't even say it. Um, one of the things is is that we lie to ourselves. We, we lie to ourselves. We feel like it's wrong for us to want certain things because the world says, oh, you're so this, you're so that. But in other things, we get exactly what we want. Somebody brought up about the car in the car lot. When we shop for a car and we know we got to pay this note and we have the cap, I'm not talking about you ain't, you ain't got no money. I'm talking about you have the capability and you have the need and you're going to buy a car. We don't just close our eyes and throw our hands over to the left and say, give me that car. So we look at the mileage. We look at how many uh, miles per gallon that it runs. We look at the capacity, how many children compared to what we're going to put inside of that car, um, how much money we really want to spend per month, how many upgrades we can get along with that. Like if you knew that you can get a car that's got the latest of everything in it and it don't cost you anything extra, it's not going to take anything with you, you're a fool for buying a basic car for the same price with none of those tweaks. We do the same thing in relationships where people feel bad for saying, ooh, I want a man with some hair. You know what I'm saying? We feel bad for saying we want a man that don't have 88 kids or we don't want to have to deal with your ex that's still dealing with you or you still do. We have have an issue with saying that truth because it automatically uh, cuts that person's capabilities and have and what we do do is we believe that we can save people from themselves because I think that's I think that's probably one of the biggest one women aren't thirsty for men or men aren't thirsty for women we think we can save people from themselves I've heard men say oh she is perfect she got everything going on but she lives in a bad part of town so I gotta save her and bring her to this big, beautiful subdivision where I live. And then you mad when she get used to living in that big house and want to put her back in the pole house. I mean, we see it in celebrity all the time. They rescue women 
who are naturally beautiful, curvaceous in body. They may have a little education, but they don't have a lot of stuff. And so they save them and coach them into being this perfected person, which there is no, is no, is no person like that. That's not even realistic. And then the moment that they don't perform in that ideal, they want you to go back to the hood. They want you to stop asking for a thousand dollars a month. They don't want you to ask for any child support. You know, I'm saying like it's unrealistic. And women do the same thing. We want the guy that has the corporate job that's very respectful, that that dresses nice and loves the church and everything else. But then we mad because he ain't choking us when we having sex like a thug, or he not slapping. You know, he not he he just too nice. You know, like he oh he just too nice. I can't deal with you. You got to call me out my name a little bit or something. Like it, it doesn't even make sense. Instead of being able to clearly define what you want and what you don't want, um, and I think that the thread that was most interesting to me is where the two guys. One is a friend of mine. One is just a Facebook friend of mine who said that men aren't desperate. Now, I'm just wondering what people think desperate means. You know, let's see if if any of you guys really know, and don't go Google it. And, Lily, I know you good to go and get some off the thing because you just like me. I believe we could because you will go and get a definition so quick on me. But tell me what you think desperate means. Tell me what desperate means to you. Desperate is a strong craving just something. hmm Okay, let me ask your brother what, what that what it means. is. That's what desperation is. Is that what it means, brother? Uh, yeah, what she said. What she said. <laughs> it's, and see, you sound like you my are brother. So Y'all sound like my Baby, brother. Baby, it's so funny because he is almost making me think, and I've never met him, never even seen him. He is personality-wise on this particular call the opposite of his sister. And I know he got, I know he got that mm in him just like she does. But he just riding right now. He's trying to just figure out what's really going on, what they really talking about. You don't even know about the hands of it. I, I, I know he got, I know he got a mouthpiece. I know he got a mouthpiece. I know that's your brother, Greg. What is desperate? What is desperate? I think when uh, somebody's desperate, they're willing to do anything to get something and. And that could mean uh, compromising, you know, what they really believe, you know, stepping outside of what they, what their true morals are and beliefs to to get something. As far as men, I don't like to speak in broad generalizations like that because I consider myself to be a mature man, and some of the men that were on those threads, uh, they just want to see a naked woman like we was talking about with J Lo and half naked in a okay. dress but they wouldn't they wouldn't want their mother or their sister or their daughter to be out there like that. And and, and see I'm glad you said it because let me tell you something I want to say something about this thread and I was praying that he was gonna call tonight because, you know, I got a lot of pent up emotion anyway, but I ain't trying to get on nobody real hard or nothing. But for real though, after you post a picture like J Lo in that dress and then you pay, post a picture of your girlfriend I really wanted to go so way ghetto and say this is what you want me to be jealous about. But it it wasn't a shot. But those are the types of things that are just so not 
the truth of what you are. He know in his heart if his woman, that same female, wore that dress, he'll be ready to drag her from somewhere else because everybody can see your woman's stuff. Like, can, or can I can I explain girl. something? Can can I explain something about uh, what that man was saying? Yeah. Uh, him him this young man bragging about uh, his prowess and how many women he will have lined up and and him being capable of doing that. He he doesn't understand that just the thought of him bragging about that is it speaks to how disrespectful we treat our own women and that would be the first person to be ready to fight if somebody did his sister like that or his mother like uh-huh. that. So that that him bragging about that is part of the problem, not part of the solution. Uh, that that's no task for any man that's got any sense or game about itself. Any man could have a bunch of women lined up that he's lied to or hadn't lied to, or just when you when you find a man like that, he's trying to cover up something or or something. compensate for something else. It's something going on mm-hmm. with that man. Now, I, I hate oh, for I women to think. I hate for women to think that that's just man in the fail in the form of a male. That's what they do, and it's not. Uh-uh. The majority of us are fully capable of having one woman in a monogamous relationship and only wanting to be with that woman, uh-huh. and not just loving, uh-huh. not just loving her, but respecting her, respecting uh-huh. her enough to to be monogamous with her. So uh-huh. when you, I run across guys like that all the time. I was in the military for 10 years, and I can tell you, those guys ran through everything. And at the end of the day, they were sitting there looking crazy because that became their business in life. Yeah, uh-huh. alone. Uh-huh. I got one friend that ended up with nine kids. Nine uh-huh. kids. His whole retirement goes toward child support. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. it's it's like that. But uh-huh. I, I just want to I want to make it clear to every woman that that is not man. That's a little boy playing games. That's not a man. Uh-huh. And and the truth of that also is that a, a woman, and I'm not trying to take away from his woman because if they're happy, I actually am happy for them. I'm actually happy that somebody has hemmed him up and got him away from the general population when you think that way because if you learn another game, you could fool a real woman. And I'm not saying she's not a real woman. She is his woman, and that's fine with me. But it doesn't equate to hate. And it doesn't mean that you have the strongest relationship in the world just because you lay in the bed with someone. Some of the weakest relationships, people see each other every day and have no conversation. Some of the weakest marriages or the lengthiest marriages where they have no idea of who they're even with. And and that just spoke uh-huh. volumes to me about, you know, it, it's really, it, it's absolutely a decision. It's, it's just plain, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's so simple as a decision to have or to not have, but you have to know what you want. And can't nobody do that for you because, like, I can see so plainly how me, women are seen as being thirsty. Oh, she ain't got nobody. She going to home by herself every night. She ain't got nobody. She got them kids. You know, because I, I know what the narrative is in the statistic that I even sit in. 
but it doesn't make that the truth of me until I start functioning and living inside of that. I mean, it would have been great for me to have, you know, pictures upon pictures of me and men, but that that's not who I am. I mean, I could go out with a different man every day of the week if I would like to do that, but to me, a woman who's capable of doing that is also doing some other things that I don't even want to be associated with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to understand what what comes along with some of these associations and relationships that you, you think are, are, are cool. And you would certainly think that a man who esteems a woman enough to call her his own would want the whole world to know her in the same way. That was my whole purpose of putting the J-Lo thing up. Like, J-Lo is fine as hell. If I was a lesbian, I'd try to go with her, okay? I can appreciate she's sexy. But you out your mind if I care about you in any capacity where I want the whole world to know the part of you that you're supposed to share with me, particularly your body. Like oh, I I can't I don't even have to imagine really hard what she looked like new because all of her body was out, like all of it was mm-hmm. out, you know. And that's some things that you share in relationships, not even that intimate with just a few people, you know. But it, was, is it, was a, just, it was it was wrong for them to suggest that you not even knowing you, thinking that even mm-hmm. if you were. J Lo's uh-huh. size and body uh-huh. type that you would automatically want to dress like that. I mean, no matter what right. your body type or your size is, you still got taste in what you wear. You know, uh-huh. but again, I, I a grown him. man understands that. Uh-huh. Just because you're a size you two, don't mean you're gonna wear naked clothes. Right. You you have to be complete in yourself and understand your self-worth, because I ain't going to even lie. I could see, I think, and I've said this before, I think had God let me be a little bit thinner, it would have been a tragedy. Because I love, <laughs> you know, because I, 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 I like sexiness. But sexiness is suggestive. It's not blatant. I, I, you know, I ain't going to even act like I ain't never seen porn. It's different from just showing it and alluding to it. It's different when a dress hugs your body and a dress is your skin. And I can see your body under it. There's a difference. Like, it's, there's nothing. Everybody on a Friday night got on the same amount of nothing. So if I walk in there with something on, to me, I get more attention being a lot more conservative than I am a lot more skimpy. So if I just want my titties mm-hmm. to hang, I can let my titties hang. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's so, it's just so simple. It's just so basic. And that's what I meant by saying basic. I wasn't saying that his girlfriend was basic. I'm saying that's, some, that's what it is to be a woman, is to have a butt and some breasts. That's the only thing that makes us different from a man because some men have breasts and butts, but they just happen to have a penis. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, get do something other than what's basic and then tell me about something. And then that's not even your wife. You you got this woman on a pedestal and you probably sleeping with her, you probably doing all of these other relationship things with her, but you have a man. You haven't you have you are not her protector. You are you might be providing for her, but if you living with her and you and, and you taking care of her in all of the other realms of being her man, you are really married to her. Why won't you marry her? To me, that speaks volumes when you'll do everything but sign some papers. 
you know, that, 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 that's that's what I wanted to say at the end of the show. But you, you got all of this to throw in my face of a relationship, and that's your girlfriend, and you 44. You know what I'm saying? You showing all of these pictures of y'all all across the world, and y'all doing all of these beautiful things, and that's wonderful. I'm not hating on you. I'm asking, but the whole up is if you esteem her as someone different from all the other women that you sleep with or that you have slept with or that you have taken around the world. I don't want to be casual in any of my relationships. If you're my friend, you're going to be my friend. We're going to do some friend stuff, and that's it. But if you're going to be my lover, it's going to be some stuff I do with you. It's going to be some pictures that I send you. It's going to be some things that we do together that other people can't get. And when you get general like that, you basic mm-hmm. like that. It, I'm not really moved, but you just are so you just associated. But that was supposed to be at the end of the show. But anybody else have anything else to say? Because I lost track of what I was trying to say. Talk about this man calling me lonely and and mouthy. That's what he said. Wow. I'm lonely and mouthy. Wow. Right. Well, that's just his opinion. <laughs> I don't mean it's true. <laughs> it, but you know, I know I'm mouthy. I do know that I'm mouthy, but. I do also know that a man that would compliment me is not affected by me being able to say what I have to say. Absolutely, he would actually enjoy understanding where I'm coming from. Women talk because they don't get heard. Women don't just be want to be talking. And if you catch a happy woman, she don't really talk a whole lot in relationships. You don't know nothing about her relationship. You don't know whether she got a man or not. Most times because oh, really? that part um, of her is <laughs> See he told me I needed to shut up. He said you need to shut up. That's why you by yourself. <laughs> you can't know <laughs> He did. He said that's why you by he yourself. Shot, he said no and such thing. Uh, he he did. That, so, he... But go ahead. Continue on. Continue on. Hmm. <laughs> well the thing well, well, I say it like this. A man that is with me as a mouthy woman would have no problem making me, you know, I wouldn't have to be made to be hushed. I, I, I would know, you know, certain things. A person that's not that's not hungry don't go around looking for food. A person who's being heard don't have to tell something. But I was really putting that up for commentary for this show. And he wanted to prove to me that his woman was better than my no man. Wow. That, that's uh, that, that's uh, what I uh. made it. And, and it was like, really? You know, that's kind of not good because what what are you? I just really didn't want to. No, we're not going to talk about him no more because I'm getting mad. But um, listen, <laughs> you before you can know that you are ready for a relationship, any other relationship that you're trying to have, you have to understand how you either lost or contributed to the demise of the last one. And a lot of people get hung up on trying to say, oh, if she would have done this, or if he had done this, or if her little red flag was a little bit bigger, I would have known better. Do you know how you contributed you know, uh... to the lost relationship, Eshaw? Uh, elaborating on that, uh, my last relationship, it was red flags all over uh-huh. the place. But what happened? I decided to ignore. I decided to ignore them because I was trying to prove to some people who I really am. 
Because her parents, the people in her life, I mean, they hated my very guts. And I'm trying to, like, what the hell did I do that was so wrong? Why y'all don't like me? So I'm doing everything in my power to show, you know, to try and prove to them that I'm a good person, you know? Uh-huh. But now that I look back on that, now I can give a damn uh-huh. if you don't like me or not. Right on. As long as the person I'm with care about me or wants to be with me, uh-huh. that's all that matters. I can care less about never. family, friends, yeah. or anybody for uh-huh. that matter. And as far as so you should... to the red flags, like Lily was saying, when a person is uh-huh. telling you about themselves, it's, they really saying who they really are. And trust me, I, I know that now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you now believe you know. a person when they're showing you who they are? Oh, yeah, trust uh-huh. me, I know that now. You know, you, you learn as you get older, you know. Same uh-huh. moment you got me the first time. Second time, you're not going to get me. Third time, oh, that's just my fault. I'm just you don't give a one. You don't, you don't even get, you don't get that many chances with me anymore. Like, I, ain't no need for me yeah, to, exactly. to actively have exactly. a full understanding of that very first hurt because there's certain things that you shouldn't have to experience but one. Like, you shouldn't have to yeah. be shocked. Like, I, I, the worst thing I can I can't stand is to hear a woman talking about, all these men always cheating on me, no fool. You choosing cheaters. You're choosing cheaters. Yeah. You walk around with a badge on your head that says, I will take cheaters, come and get me. Or you laying out the the framework, and every relationship is going to follow the same lesson that you didn't learn before. Like, can't nobody get me on abuse no more. It, that just can't happen. Like, it can't even be verbal. It can't be verbal. It can't be emotional. It can't be economic. It's some certain things that ju- that just can't happen to me because I'm not built like that anymore. I learned that lesson. Now you might trick me on, you know, some some other stuff, but I right at this moment, I'm just I just can't be fooled. I just can't be fooled by some of the things that I've learned the great lessons on. And you have to understand that you have to look inside yourself on what you're repeating over and over. Like, that's not something we need to say, ladies. If we are repeating, I always get some man that's taking my money. No, fool, you giving your money out. You telling everybody, yeah. I got some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away, man. yeah, yeah you sure. or anything. Right. Or yeah, I, I can't tell them how that love. I, I can't stand these yeah. men because they always use me for my body. No, you thought you is out there showing yeah. everything except for your areola and then mad at them because they see it. And that's, you know, it was like, why you, what you, what you mad? You your build areola. a relationship on your breast. I see your areola. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm not, I'm not, uh, shut up, idiot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How you gonna, how you gonna be mad because you walking around in stripper gear and you get treated like a stripper, but you don't, but you don't right. want to be treated like a stripper. 
Right. There's a comedian named, um, he's on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and he's a um, friend of mine on Periscope, and we go back and forth all the time. And he said, and, and I think he's got a little clip commercial on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show where he says that, you know, women be trying to act like they acting off now that they got on a stripper gear, but be mad when you treat them like a stripper. So he decided to put on a police uniform. And went walking around town, and when an emergency happened, and the woman was like, why you ain't going to help me? He said, why are you trying to judge me by what I got on? And I was like, that's retarded. <laughs> but it makes real good sense. You summon people who don't know you by what you look like. And if I look like a million dollars, I could probably fool somebody into giving me a car for a million dollars until they start seeing when the payment ain't coming in. Like you have to wait for huh. something. Some 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 things you're not you're just not ready for. Um, the other thing is that the baggage that you have in old relationships don't get unpacked sometimes until you're with a lesser threatening yeah. uh relationship. Yeah, so that's uh, another if you thing. find your that's another thing. You find you find yourself yep. left with emotional scars and shrapnel from a, a breakup, mm-hmm. and it's not yep. even something that you can see clearly in an old relationship. But the minute that certain things and characteristics in this safer relationship pop up, you retreat. This is one of the things that I was saying to Lily, and as exactly. much as Lily is thinking that she cannot give, you are a wealth of information and healing that can absolutely create the perfect person for you if you want that. Now, if you don't want that, that's fine. But it's, to me, everybody on this earth, especially if they've been in a relationship and it didn't work, I don't think it didn't work because uh, of some kind of default. There was a lesson to be learned that it was obvious enough for that one to be removed, and you almost get a second chance to get it absolutely right because you got the blueprint from what was left over. We just stay mad at, Lord, he done messed me up. I got to file Chapter 13 or I got to start all the way up. I got to. I had to learn how to put the lights in my own name. Do you know I was 39 years old when I got the first electric bill in my name, and I had to ask them, "How you do this? How you do this?" Because you know I didn't do this. I didn't do none of this. Play too much. I'm serious. I, I am not even lying, Lily. I didn't know how to do anything because I had always just. Allowed myself to be taken care of Didn't know how to take care of myself Didn't know how to do my own taxes Didn't know how to go and get a registration on my car I'm riding around with a tag on my car And I go to five They say, baby, you you, you ain't right ra- a third You can go to jail And I'm like, for real? <laughs> for real? I didn't do that kind of stuff I ain't never changed no tire. I ain't never did no maintenance on the- I didn't even take out the dog Ooh, over you, are a, take out the you are the polar Opposite of me, polar opposite. You was, baby, you was, she was the queen, baby. She had it going. Oh, she was sitting on her throne. But you know what? But you know what? It's it's sad because you would think that that type of not having to do would have produced a person that was so full of capability of you know doing well. But that's not what happened. What happened was I was left. And uh, turmoil And I was left in a place where I didn't know how to do the basic things That I should have been doing for myself I had allowed myself To be uh, Completed 
by another person instead of being full and whole by myself. Because, see, actually relationships and, and of any kind should be an enhancement to you. They shouldn't be necessary everything. Mm-mm. Like you can't be, you can't be hold up by somebody like, oh, I'm waiting on my other half, baby. You walking around halfway, so you already <laughs> saying that you're needed. Like you're saying hey, that hey, I need right, somebody. Right. And I'm listening to you say this that these are the things that you did not know how to do. Where I went into my marriage. I was fully equipped. I can change an alternator on a car. I can change car mm-hmm. rate on a car. Okay. I can change a tire on a car. I can do anything mm-hmm. plumbing workers out there. I can dig a 45-degree angle ditch want to tie in a sewer line into the city. But what I'm saying now, I'm, Lily, is that if you're saying I don't want to risk but if you're saying right now that I don't want a relationship, the man that will relieve you of all of that stuff that you don't have to do anymore, you're refusing it. You are sabotaging it. And you and I can tell you carry yourself just like I don't need none of y'all for nothing. And if I need you, I will call you. And if you don't hear from me, don't come. I know you carry yourself like that. It, 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 I, know you you she yeah. <laughs> I know you do. Perfectly. I, I know you do, and that's the thing. If I, as a female, can feel that, and I ain't trying to get you, what? imagine a man that absolutely wants to keep you from having to be digging your own ditch or changing your alternator. He don't even know what to do. He don't even know how to approach you. Because you got this wall up of baby, you is not gonna do me like this last one did me. You know, you I mean, you're you're and, and if you wanna be that way that's fine. But I just can't see with as much as you have to offer that, that that's even fair to you. Like you owe yourself a a, a damn break, girl. You you at least to have a relationship that doesn't have a lot of Commitment that would make you feel vulnerable like that, but you absolutely deserve not to feel like that, especially with some Girl, of the that, that she again. had. Tell her that again. She she does. She she, does. she knows it, but <laughs> she knows. I'm gonna tell you, she knows it, but she just don't want to feel that vulnerable because when you feel that vulnerable, mm. the capability of that hurt coming back and taking you out is not worth it to her. But to me. It's worth it. And I'm going to tell you why it's worth it, because tomorrow tomorrow ain't guaranteed to be anything that you got planned, Lily. It ain't. Do you really think that I no, planned in a month? Like, tomorrow will be a month that I buried my mother, who was not sick at all. Which I'm, which I'm, I'm never got a chance to talk to her personally. I've heard my condolences, man. I know, and I know, and I told I told her, I told my mom, I said, I just didn't think I would be in this place in my life at 40. And her words to me is she said, as long as you see 40 plus one day, you can change whatever those circumstances are, but change what you can. The moment that you stop believing, oh, this, this is how this going to be, because I remember... I remember what happened to me last year, or I remember what I didn't have this moment. If you keep, if you stay, if your mind stay in the past, your future gonna relive it. It, it just it works like that. But if you want something different, 
you cannot keep doing the same things and expect that, oh, suddenly some man is going to come and I ain't going to have to change my alternator. Not if you're carrying yourself in a, I don't want nobody to touch my alternator way. That don't equal that. And it's just little bitty things. It's just little bitty steps. It's being vulnerable with people that you can lose in your life. Because I, I remember the very first person that I told the absolute truth for, I knew absolutely he was not going to be in my life alone. Because I knew why he was there. He was there for all of the wrong reasons. But it felt good to unload. Then the next person that I really thought, okay, maybe I might like him. Let me unload on him. And when I unloaded on him in the right time about the right thing, and he ran. Okay, that's what that's what happened with that one. Then not like now. What do you mean when you what do you mean when you say unload? What I mean is yeah, I, what do you mean you unload it? I, 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 I tell what I, it is that she want what I want exactly. You know, I mean I I don't and like now my truth is really I do not have to be married ever again in my life. I don't have to have anything except for what I need for myself and my children, but I absolutely want someone in my life to love me, and that's almost a damn magnet. I can't beat men away from me now because they know that there's a certain level of commitment that they don't have to go to. And and, and I don't want you to use me. I won't let you use me. You think, but you're now that, it's that's- you're saying you feel like since you said you're making it clear that you don't necessarily have to be married, that men are coming to you because they don't have to make that commitment. They don't. They know that I'm not trying to entrap them. Absolutely. Because I'm going to tell you, the first thing most men ask me, why aren't you with someone? Or And then right behind that, let me see what your whole body like. Like you got two legs. You, something's got to be wrong with you. To not be in a relationship. I mean, it was evident when when dudes said, you know, why you ain't got nobody. You gotta, I, I don't you have anybody know. because I'm because I'm with where know. I am. Like you have to know when you're talking to somebody that's that haven't been unplugged from the matrix. Everybody knows that everybody don't have to be married or in a relationship, and everybody knows mm-hmm. that you can't put everybody in one box. I'm not going to look at you and and come to this conclusion that because you're beautiful and you're educated Uh and you have all these things going for you that you have bumped Uh into or have so many choices in somebody Uh that you have to be in a relationship. You don't have to do nothing. But most people equate that. Most people equate that. Most Most men, I would even venture to say, and then some women act as if, by the time you're the age of me, with the circumstances of me being the, with two children, young, with me being in this part of my life, and me very openly saying, you know, I want a relationship, that that equates to, oh, somebody got to come in here and be my baby daddy and somebody got to, you, you have to have a relationship with me to know what the other part of that is that I'm not telling you. Because everybody will not know that. I'm not going to tell Mm -hmm. everybody or give everybody the full plan of what it is to have a full relationship with me. That's from friend to family. There are some family members who who guessing right now of what has happened in my life. And it don't mean I don't love them. It just means that in order for you to plug totally into my life where I'm going to be that vulnerable, that Lily is get up, I'm going to know 
that that blow is not going to take me off my feet. I'm not going to let anybody into my world. <laughs> well, you know, if you take the blow, you can always bounce back. You can, you can, but it, with every with every vulnerability that you have that doesn't, you know, equal out to what you want, it does change you. That that's something to change too. Like I wouldn't be the person that I am had I not gone through some of the harshest that I I've had. But I've decided instead of those being like dents and 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 cuts and scars and bruises to my personality, I've decided to let those heal into being. You know, parts of me that made me do something a little bit different this time. You know, like you you can either let it change you to a monster or it can mold you into a a mogul in a way. And and there are some parts of me that it's absolutely, that's why. I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to have envy. I'm not going to compare myself to someone, but can't nobody else be me. Like, can't nobody else be Lily. So if you perfect that, like, that's going to be a force that is going, it has to draw someone. It, it has to draw someone. Isha, tell her about how many people, how many men that I shoot down. Mm-hmm. Isha. Yes, sir. Tell, tell her about how many men I shoot down on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And you, you, get a, you get a rise out of it. I know, but you, you'll get to a point where well, you get a rise they, out um, of it. Those men don't come to you correct, though. So a lot of times I'd be like, yeah, you did the right thing. But my thing is, you don't have to be so damn mean. It's like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want to be mean. She don't want to be mean. So, so I do violate this. We we, we got to. Let me tell you, this is the last little bit of information, and then we got like a few minutes, and we'll let everybody have something to say about what they've learned from the show. Last thing is to what when you know you're not supposed to be in a relationship, when you're willing to twist and bend yourself into different things in order for that person to be attracted to you if you're not truly being who you naturally are. And they ain't got nothing to do with no eyelashes because I'm going to buy these eyelashes so they don't make them no more. It's about, it's about the truth of who you are. It's what you made out of. It's about the priorities and standards that you've always had. But if you don't know who you are, you'll do anything. You're going, you're going to cut all of your hair and, and wear natural just because these particular men right here, they like men, women who say they're natural. And you mad because you're natural. I, I've done that. I've been there. I've done that. Um, you, what you would do is you'll bring bring the best of yourself all the time around the people that you desire a relationship with. You'll put someone else's interests ahead of yours. Um, not saying that you don't have any and you're going to change what you like. They like basketball. Now you like basketball when you really like football. No, you're going to make an effort to go to basketball games with that person. And your life path, before y'all even get together, before you even decide to be in a relationship, it has some semblance. It's kind of similar. I'm not saying that y'all both got to be nurses or you both got to be doctors, 
but you both have paths that are complements to each other. Ain't nobody finna keep going to no gym where everybody's still overweight and you want to be skinny. And ain't nobody going to do that. Ain't nobody going to keep going to no relationship where you like women with long, flowing hair and everybody got an afro. You're not going to do that, but for so long. Just say what you want and be what you want. But you also have to be complete and happy in your singleness. And some people just, some people won't even say, I hate being single. Like, I, I'm able to say, you know, I was able to say that at one point. Like, I can't stand this. I need to be able to put my leg up under somebody else's leg sometimes. Like, I, I miss that. I was alone, and I hated being alone. But now I enjoy being alone. But now I, I want a compliment to that. I don't want it to be no pressure. I, you know, I got to wait till twelve forty-five before I call him because you know that's the time of night we talk to each other. You got to be able to understand how that other person's life blends with yours. You know, and no needing you trying to act like you gonna be in the church and you know this man is a freak and he gonna want to have you know sex. Like, don't why even. Try that just because he has everything else, but he likes that sex. You can't. That's not going to work. Either you're going to end up losing yeah, him no, or you're going to end work. up having sex. You're going to end up having sex more than not. That's what really happens um, more than not. But mm-hmm. let's do this. Let's start with Myra. If you still there, Myra, tell me what you've learned and what you're going to use uh, for um, your growth in relationships. <laughs> I'm a scorn woman, so I let somebody else uh, say it because, uh, baby, Don't I have been down through there. I'm a scorn woman, so I let somebody else. I let Mimi uh, leave on that one right there because I'm, I'm, I'm so independent right oh. now. Ooh, I'm the bad. I'm the bad example that you want. Uh huh. Uh-uh. Well, I just say this. I know what I want. I know what I I'm just, looking I for just, and what I, you and, know. And then you just said, don't say that you want somebody that's on your level. So, I mean, so how, how, how should we say it? What's that? Who? No, I, well, I, 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 I would know when I see it. I would know when I see it or when I see no, meet that person. I, I, I would know it. I uh, the empress, when she said, don't say you're looking for somebody that's on your level. Okay, so how, what should we say? Are you I looking for someone you, that's... Somebody that compliments me. I know you're going to agree to disagree, mm-hmm. but at the same time, mm-hmm. as long as you compliment mm-hmm. me, or we pretty much have the same likes, and you know, mm-hmm. then I, I think that's a good thing. Um, I mean, I know every, you know there's going to be some times where that's going to be you know where we're going to not going to agree, and we maybe have an argument or two, but as long as we can talk about true. it. Yes, and yes. as long as we can that, squash yes. it and, mm-hmm. and not hold and any grudges against each other. Hmm? How old are you? What was that? How old are you? Oh, I'm 43. Oh, okay. Be nice and right. Greg, what you have to say? Because I got some things to answer to Myra and okay. then uh, Lily. Okay. Um, basically, um, for myself, I could say I have ignored some red flags in the beginning, especially with the last, uh, person that I dealt with. 
And I blame myself for that. Uh, I blame myself for listening to other people on the outside saying, well, maybe you're just too picky or maybe you should, you know, just try nobody's perfect and all these things. You have to you have to answer those questions for yourself. You can't let people stand on the outside looking in, decide when you've had enough. Uh, everybody has to reach their point when they reach their point. So for me, uh, I can't I can't ignore red flags initially, and I would definitely like not hang around once I see something that I know I absolutely cannot deal with or tolerate. I think you can uh, like somebody, love somebody, or or really be in tune with somebody, but you don't have to be in a relationship with that person because if all the pieces don't come together, and nobody's going to be perfect, but there are some things that you just will not compromise on. You need to stick to your guns on that and and let it be known. If I don't like somebody to smoke cigars, I'm not going to be with somebody to smoke cigars. If I don't, I don't drink alcohol, I don't need to be with somebody that's going to get falling out drunk every night. So it's just certain things that uh, you have to step step outside yourself and say, look, let me be honest with me. Even though this person is attractive and we can have sex or whatever's going to come out of it, this person at the end of the day I know has characteristics and personality traits that I cannot deal with. So being honest with myself is something that I will work hard at moving forward. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay. And, Lily, we got, like, for 19 minutes. I really don't have anything to say on this because everybody pretty much knows what my position is on relationships and everything. I'm very dead, you know, staunch on I don't want to do it. I simply don't want to do it. You know, because of what I went through. And, yeah, I may need to to learn to stop being so damn mean about the things that I do. But, you know, I'm pretty much set on it. I, I'm cool with being by myself for the rest of my days. I'm happy with that. It just, I know okay. that I could never get past what was done to me. Well, I, I do appreciate I do appreciate your input, a little show closer, and then I'm going to weigh in on this whole bit of scorn because I hate to break it to you, Myra. You're not even scorn, baby. That ain't even what it is. Uh, a little quick commercial. Be right back. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. Listen, I am just as crazy as everybody else. But 
my crazy is my crazy, and I govern that. Like, this whole show was, like, amazing to me because we talked about relationships, we talked about associations, we talked about things that's happened in our past that affect our future, where we are, the decisions we've made. And I'm not trying to change anyone's decisions about what they've made because you have to you have to live it, you have to be comfortable with it. But the truth is we're not here on our own. We're not an island. No man is an island. I think that's a song, too. But no man or woman on this earth was meant to live and breed and prosper and progress without being affected by other people in good and bad ways. It's up to us. The whole life experience is for us to understand that when those things happen, what to do with them. And especially when we're repeating the same types of things, there's a lesson that we just ain't getting. It's just like a SAT, baby. You're going to keep on taking that thing. GRE, if you don't make the 1800 or the 2600 whatever you're trying to make, you're going to keep going. But before I say the anything else, this whole bit of scorn and um, bitterness and, you know, sometimes we uh, assign those things to ourselves when we feel in a place where we don't really know what to do, but the assignment of, of, of certain things to ourselves, we just need to be careful about it because I can tell you, I don't know a whole lot about Myra's past, but I know this, that she does not feel like she's not worthy. And definition of scorn is the feeling that a person has when they feel like they're not worthy of respect or approval, and that is just not, you know, that ain't you, boo. You do know those things. Now, how to get to those things or how to demand those things or how to summon those things from other people, you may not know, but that does not make you a scorned person. You're not scoring, and you have to own some of this stuff in order for it to be, and that is not you. Even, like, I was told that I was, uh, I just had hate or a strong dislike or I have envy or I have jealousy, and even those words don't even match. I I posted a backdrop on Facebook of my um my um, Facebook page that has a little saying that says, I'm not jealous, uh, I'm territorial. And the truth, like, jealousy has to do with wanting something that's not yours and something that somebody else has, comparing yourself to another. And we often, as women, I can't speak for men, but I think men do it too, we compare what we have to what other people have. And the thing is, you cannot equate up to anything anybody else has, even if you mirror, because you're made out of different stuff. Um, Territorial is when you're protecting what is already yours. And I think that's what we all need to do is have a strong identity of who we are and what we are. That's the only way you're going to be able to summon what you want from somebody else. Um, I do want to say a shout-out to my girl, Rhonda Singletary. She just sent me a little um texting that she was listening to the last few minutes of the show, and I appreciate it because – I, and and that's 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 one of the things about relationships, like the way that you're connected to people, the way that they influence and affect your life, is is all in what you do in that relationship. I've never met Rhonda Sing, Rhonda Singletary a day in my life, ever. But with every every interaction that I've had, every interaction with other people that she's had, all of the associates, the quote unquote associates in her life that I'm connected to. It's only been good. So ain't no way bad can come out of that. One of the very first persons 
who tapped into certain things that she could not have even known about me because she's never met me. Um, the words, like when I kept saying I was going to pop a color for my mom or the color yellow, she picked up on those things. I didn't have to feed those things to her, and it was just because that the connectivity to us was sound. It's been consistent. It is a connection that is there. It's something that we have allowed not to be interrupted by any other association, and it works like that. That's the same thing that works in any level of relationship. That's that's the problem when people get mad because my girlfriend told my other girlfriend, da-da-da-da-da. Y'all don't even relate in the same ways. Y'all have a relationship that's totally different from this other set of girlfriends, but you're expecting the same satisfaction, the same adventures. You, It, it, it doesn't work like that. The truth of relationships is whatever you're willing to invest in it, you will get back from it, but you have to be clear about what that is. You cannot go into a bank and just tell them, I need you to give me $100. And, Lord, please don't go to none because then you you robbing them. You have to go in there with a deposit slip that plainly says, from this particular account, I want this particular amount. You do the same thing in relationships. If I want to have a relationship with someone, I want to care with them in an intimate fashion, no, I'm not going to walk up to you and say, I need you to beat the brakes off of me. I need you to do this. No, I need to write that thing in such a way or act in such a way that it's very clear. And if there's any questions, ask questions. Are you trying to just hook up with me? That's a yes or no. I mean, sometimes the best relationships that you have are very plain, simple, and dry. They're not extravagant. They don't have all the background music and stuff. It's because it's plain. It's very simple. And relationships can be just as simple. Decisions to be in one or to not be in one are just as simple. We do bring baggage from other relationships into new ones. That's just the way that life happens that way. If I was in love with this person and he broke my heart, say, over a car, if I see a car similar to that in this next person, it's going to make me be leery. The same thing is when it's about fidelity, same thing when it's about truth, same thing when it's about exes, same thing when it's about children, same thing if you see that she's drinking a glass of wine and the wine glass getting bigger or is more frequent for you not to say, do you have a, like if you care about that person, do you have an issue with drinking? And they blatantly tell you, you don't know, I don't, but you see that something else is manifesting, that's a relationship that you you have a decision in. Am I going to try to change that I'm okay with the drunk? Or am I going to say, I, I can't do this no more? I'm going to break this off. And the truth of relationships that don't work is that I don't think if they're If people want them to be there and it doesn't work, it's going to hurt. There's no way to save hurt when it doesn't work. It's it's just no way to do it. But you can salvage yourself and you can pick up from what you have lost and understand, you know, this does not have to be the end of me. Just like, you know, and I, I I can't help but keep going back to the loss of my mom because that's one of the losses that even the most prepared person, I don't think you can. And and today was a fairly good day. Today I was able to see yellow and not lose my mind. Like three bags of M&Ms fell out the machine today, and I was, like, so excited. I was like, that must be my mama. Some of them, I know they thought I was crazy because I'm just all excited over three bags of M&Ms. It wasn't that. It was the emotion that gets conjured by things that relate to experiences. 
And emotions come from inside yourself. Like nobody can give you emotion. Emotion happens when you tap into the experiences that bring back those memories and the emotion just evolves. And if it's hurt, I can understand not wanting to live that. But at the same token, if you can mantra and focus on things that bring back the harm and hurt, you can change those feelings to conjure up something else. What I don't want to be and what I've made a point for myself is to not be constantly uh, living the, the, the 10 years that I've already done. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. You know, I'll do nothing. I will be the frozen cup lady if I have to be and never have a man in my life. But I don't think that that's what life has for me. I just don't think that that's what it has for me. And if it's so, if that's what it is, then fine. I Because I'm whole all by myself. Like, I don't, anybody that comes into my life is going to be like a new little pair of earrings or a, some real fresh lashes that, like, curve on the end or something. Like, it's going to be extra because with or without them, I'll still be okay. I'll be just in a happier form of okay with someone. I just believe that there is a compliment to everybody, and especially with people who have had someone in their life. Now, just for lack of a better song, because I haven't downloaded any new songs, I'm going to play one of my favorites, because I have actually had to sing this song in somebody's face, and, you know, he ain't like it too good. And, he, and then at the end, his fool ass going to try to ask me, is you trying to tell me something? You see. What am I trying to tell him? If I could, could forget him, I would, please believe me. And I know that I should throw the towel in, but baby, it's not, not that easy, hey. You treat me so much better than him And if I was saying there'd be no competition But I'm in love with someone else And I'm so sorry, hey I'm in love with another man And I know it ain't right Hey You should go and find someone else Who can treat you right Give you the world Someone who understands the man you are Baby, you shine so bright And I would just dim your star A girl who treats you like you treat them Boy, I know there's plenty of women Who would love to have a man like you But I'm in love With someone else What I did to you, baby oh, yeah. I can't explain why it's him and not you 